Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concern for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by. For today's episode, the off-season and rabbit holes, and ask me questions if I was confusing. It's kind of becoming the off-season. It's kind of becoming the off-season for minor league teams, Tennessee, Myrtle Beach, and South Bend. They're done for the season. Iowa has five games left. One of them is this afternoon. After they're done, then it's only, uh, let's see, Dominican Summer League plays this week, but I think they're done after this week. So then it's just instructs and nothing, arguably winter ball. So there's really no baseball for me to prioritize. So what ends up happening is once the winter hits, I start focusing a bit more on rabbit holes. Rabbit holes! Yay, rabbit holes! Um, I have a number of rabbit holes. One of them is music. One of them is, well, frankly, uh, prepping for the draft, prepping other stuff in the Cubs pipeline. But I do have one other prevailing rabbit hole, which what it is doesn't really matter, but it is a rabbit hole. It's a rabbit hole, and basically there's no way out. There's no way out. It's a rabbit hole. That's basically the premise of the rabbit hole. And um, I end up spending more time with my thing that has absolutely nothing to do with baseball. Let me see. Yeah, absolutely nothing to do with baseball. And with my rabbit hole, I try to expose myself to people discussing topics. And I try to learn more stuff become more aware of things. Last week, I was studying the rabbit hole and someone pointed out something that I just hadn't even thought of before. Like, oh, I get it. Now a whole lot more stuff makes sense because someone had done the research and they interviewed people and all that kind of stuff and made a comment on on an online forum And because I heard that, because they did all the homework, because they were on the online forum, because I clicked on the online forum, and I listened to it, and I was open to whatever seemed to make sense. Hmm, never thought of it that way before. That's actually kind of interesting. So rabbit holes are kind of one of the things that I'm going to be doing more during the off-season. Because there are no baseball games. And my main rabbit hole doesn't apply to this podcast, except for the fact that I do, again, get to listen to other people. How do other people, whether I agree with them, whether I disagree with them, how do they present their case? How do they try to be more persuasive? And hopefully, by listening to other things, other people, other stuff, I will become more persuasive as I go. Hopefully that will be the case. Maybe yes, maybe no. We shall find out. But um, one of the things in rabbit holes that I've found 
is it's really useful when people say, I have no idea. Well, what about this and this and then I have no idea. Completely nothing. Got nothing. Or possibly I've done a bit of research on that, but I'm really not comfortable answering that question because it's not really my field of endeavor. So yeah, I have some opinions, but I'm not going to go off half-cocked and say something that really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Instead, I'm going to, well, I'm not going to answer the question because I'm really not a person you ought to be relying upon for that sort of information. To me, when a person can do that kind of stuff, they are brilliant. I don't have any good answer for that question. That's, that's a fantastic retort. I really don't know. For instance, let's say next July, there's a player on the waiver wire. Let's make it June. Let's make it June. Guy on the waiver wire. Cubs have an empty 40-man roster spot. Guy's on the waiver wire. Should the Cubs pick this guy up on, the wa on waivers? They wouldn't have to give up anybody. Would, you know, should the Cubs pick this guy up? Now, there's a couple of very legitimate answers. Yes, I think the Cubs ought to pick him up because reason, 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 reason. And they have an empty 40-man roster spot. Seems like a valid response to me pretty much no matter who the dude is. Because if, they're t if the discussion is, should the Cubs pick up this guy? You look him up on... Fan graphs, you'll look him up on baseball reference, you'll look him up on wherever. He's got an ERA of 11 and a half. And the Cubs are going to send him down to Iowa. Should they pick him up? Well, if you're not releasing anybody, why not? Seems reasonable to me. Now, if they would be having to release someone, then you're weighing option A against option B, against option C of uh, option A being bring in the guy, option B, uh, option A, don't bring in the guy. Option B, bring in the guy and someone else gets designated for assignment. Or option C, really, I don't know. I don't have enough information to... And that's the answer I don't hear enough. What I hear quite often is, yes, pick him up. No, don't pick him up. Those are the two answers I hear quite often. Yes or no. What I don't hear is, maybe they should, maybe they shouldn't. I'm just not familiar with the guy. I haven't listened to him play. You know, Maybe I heard a game or two of his when he was in college. Uh, he played a three-game series against the Cubs back a couple of years ago and he played in two of the games. But I really just don't have I just really don't have any good awareness of the player. So probably I'm not a good judge. That's a perfectly valid response. Perfectly valid response that I very rarely hear from people. People so often want to represent that they are experts, or if not experts, highly qualified in assessing stuff. 
Yes, they should pick this guy up because this reason, this reason, this reason. No, they should not pick this guy up because reason, 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 reason. Well, when the Cubs picked up Frank Schwindel, there's a whole lot of people that were... That was, what'd they do that for? Well, the reason they did it was because they had a 40-man roster spot available. They're pretty darn sure that in two weeks they're going to have traded their starting first baseman and Schwindel can take a spot. Seemed kind of no-brainer to me. You know, he, he didn't have to have a um, 11.37 OPS through his minor league career. What was important was the Cubs are probably going to have a vacancy at first base and this guy can fill it better than anybody else can. Claim him on waivers and plug him in in two weeks. Wait, where's, where's, the, where's the confusion? When you are assessing, should something be done? Should some move be made? Is there logic? To, ride the logic, and if you don't have any information, admit, hey, I really don't have any information. I don't know. And it's perfectly okay to also say, I really don't know anything about this guy. Really don't know anything about this guy. However, since it's an open 40-man roster spot, you might as well claim him. I don't know anything about this guy. But, since the 40-man roster is full, and I really don't want to let go of any of you guys on the 40-man roster, I'm really not a huge fan of doing the move. You see how that went? You acknowledge that, yes, you don't know much about the player, A. B, there is a decision that would have to be made, and C, you'd probably rather not make any move than have to release someone who's currently on the team. Perfectly legitimate, perfectly logical, step by step. People want to have absolute, complete knowledge of the player, or they believe that because they looked at two or three spaces on a fan graph sheet, they have the entire uh, embodiment of the player's future performance based on, well, he, he, he had he had a 1.61 whip three years ago. So no, I don't want him. Okay, if that's your reason. You know, one reason is as good as another, I guess. But have your reason, stick to your reason, own your reason. As I do my rabbit hole stuff, I want to expose myself to more people doing more examples of this is a reasonable, this is a logical reason for doing this thing or thinking this thing or believing this thing. So many people in the baseball universe, I look at my one number on my fan graphs and that's going to tell me all that I need to know. And if that's going to be what you're going to want to believe, then... You know, fine, have at it. Go, go, go for it. Whatever reason is as good of a reason as any, I guess. But if you're wrong, edit, adjust, modify. Because the goal should be to learn. The goal should be in two years to be better at this stuff than you are now.
assess properly the or more properly the value of an empty 40-man roster spot in season. How much value should that roster spot have? Empty 40-man roster spot. You can claim anybody. It's, you can put in, a team can put in a claim for anyone on waivers. Doesn't mean they'll get him. Doesn't mean he'll be good. Doesn't mean his numbers at his prior stop will be that good. Doesn't mean his numbers at that prior stop will be that bad. A whole bunch of baseball is... <coughs> Here's my opinion. There's a 30% to 70% chance I'm going to be right. And a 30% to 70% chance that I'll be wrong. And as soon as you get that, then you should probably get over your arrogance of I'm definitely always going to be right. Let's say I am a huge fan of... Oh... Some pitcher, I, I, I like to invent the school Clary State, C-L-A-R-Y, Clary State. It doesn't exist, but it sounds like it could. So, you know, let, let's say there's a right-handed pitcher out of Clary State. He's the main guy. He's the Friday night guy, and I'm a big fan of the guy out of Clary State. I'm interested in the Cubs getting this guy out of Clary State. Maybe... Maybe first round, maybe third round, maybe seventh round, maybe what? But for for whatever reason, I'm interested in this guy. That's perfectly fine to be interested in a player, as long as you're going to do the homework on him. As long as you're going to do the homework on him to explain why you are interested in him, and after the fact, continue to do the homework to see if your assessment of him from before is accurate. Christian Franklin, I was interested in him out of Arkansas. I was interested in him, in him initially as a possible first round pick. He slumped as a he slumped in 2021 and slipped to the Cubs in the fourth round. I'm still fascinated by him. I don't know if he'll be any good or not, but I'm still fascinated by him. And people who know things like this better than I do, they're also interested in him. To get a player who was possibly considered a top 25 guy. In the fourth round, oh, you got to love that. It might work, it might not. But you got to like being able to get a non-injured player who was considered top 25, top 30, maybe even top 15 in the fourth round for basically fourth round money. It might not work out, but it's a decent gamble. And rabbit holes... Off-season, rabbit holes in off-season, it's about better understanding what works and what doesn't. Better realizing, you know, I'm going to be wrong as often as I'm going to be right. And I'm going to admit it up front. And through rabbit holes or whatever it is that you prefer in the off-season, learn ways to get better at assessing what's useful at being assessed. At least that's the way I look at it. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon. The circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to have that worth your time as well. Be safe. Go Cubs, go. And be nice to people.